distinct comedy, fresh and original. Flory and Dotty, written by Janice Fryatt, with Lindsay Evis as Flory and Janice Fryatt as Dotty. Season 2, Queen of Tarts, February the 8th, 2021, on a walk. Hey, Dot, this were a good idea of yours, meeting for our permissive exercise. Permitted. Whatever. Haven't seen you since Christmas. Aye, but we'll have to make sure we keep walking or the self-appointed Covid police will be dobbing us in. Dobbing us in? <laughs> now there's a phrase. Neighbours 1983, I reckon. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Mrs Mangle. She'd dob us in for sure. But I think it were more like 1985-86 flow because our Matt loved Neighbours. He watched it at tea time after his programmes. Hey, do you remember Scott and Charlene? Do I ever? And their cute wedding. <laughs> Especially for you. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have guessed that Charlene had turned into Kylie? Doesn't even need a surname. Like Madonna and Gaza and Suti. Right. Now, don't look now, but there's Mrs Hartley shaking out her duster from her bedroom window. Look purposeful, like we're exercising. We are exercising. I've got my trainers on and my fleece. I loot the biz. I brought Bill's Nordic pull, so we'd really look like we mean business. Did you keep up with your jogging? No, I got fed up of being chased by dogs in the park. I dodged one by getting off the path once and nearly had my eye out on a low-hanging tree branch. <laughs> After that, I just stuck to online or orbits. <laughs> Joe Wicks? Oh, you must be joking. No, green goddess. From breakfast telly back in the day. Is she still going? She is. She's 82 and still slim and fit. Well, you're looking very trim, Flo, I must say. Oh, thanks, Dot. Hey, I bumped into her from number 39 last week. We've hardly spoken two words ever. And she had the cheek to say I were twice the size last time she saw me. Oh. I said, I've only lost a stone, so what were I like before? A large toddler. <laughs> I don't know why people feel they have to comment. What if you'd lost weight because you were ill? Exactly. Anyway, before I could say any more, she conveniently remembered she'd left something in the oven and scuttled off. <laughs> Cheeky mare. How was your new year? Oh, quiet. Same. Did you do first footing? You are. You know, when you make sure the first folk to set foot in your house on New Year's Day are tall, dark and handsome and carrying coal, a leftover mince pie and a fistful of fivers. Oh, yeah. He, my mum used to get my dad to do that. He were tall and dark and almost handsome with light behind him. <laughs> but it were more like shillings and half crowns in them days. And they used to nick the coal from next door because they had a back boiler. <laughs> Did your Mick do it this year then? No, he fell asleep during Utenami. <laughs> and to be fair, he's fat and ginger so he don't qualify anyway. Mind you. Your bill isn't tall or particularly handsome, so how did you get round that one? We didn't bother. Daft custom. Makes no difference. Look at last year. Oh, come on, Dotty. We have to look on bright side. We've had our vaccinations now and daft's are out. What's in your backpack? A thermos of coffee. We'll have to drink it on go, though, because we're not allowed to linger. It's made with oat milk, though. You're kidding. Have you joined the Liberal Elite? No, I'd run out a regular and our Matt and Dan left it in the fridge so it keeps, so I thought, waste not, want not. 
But I thought the boys weren't coming. I thought they were going to Sitges. They were, but the flight got cancelled because of travel restrictions. Well, they weren't allowed to travel up here either. I know. I wasn't happy about it, but I wanted to see them and they took that lateral flow test and turned up on Boxing Day. Oh, well, that's nice, I suppose. Even if it was illegal. Stop it, Flo. I feel bad enough as it is. My blood pressure must have been sky high. I sat there all the time thinking it were lovely to see them. Felt like the most natural thing in the world watching them tucking into Miss Stollen. And then I remembered I were breaking the law. It was like an electric shock. Mm. That'll be cognitive diffidence. Dissonance. Whatever. What have we come to, Florrie? When having your own kids in your own home makes you a criminal. I wanted them to stay forever and at the same time I couldn't wait for them to leave. Well, if it makes you feel any better, our Ellie and Tom popped to see us as well. Really? <laughs> so, I'm not the only criminal round here then? Well, it's hardly break-even bad. <laughs> anyway, look at Herbert. He's the real criminal in this town. Mm. I don't suppose you've seen Sue Kong? Only on Zoom. I've had a couple of calls with her. I thought it would be better than on the phone, what with a language difference, because you can do gestures or draw a picture. But actually, it turns out her English is better than we first thought. Ah, oh, she did all right at Christmas. <laughs> she knew how to say Prosecco. <laughs> and that's Italian. Or whatever. She knew how to drink it too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not surprising after what she had to put up with, with Herbert. He should have been locked up for what he did. If it were a crime to get your wife to do all the housework for no pay, our Bill and Mick would be banged up by now. Yeah, but Herbert took it to another level, dirty beggar. I know. And making her prepare his meals and then only eating scraps herself. <sighs> just doesn't bear thinking of. I'm just glad she asked you for help, Dot. Anyway, the good news is she's managed to bag herself a job doing the vaccinations. Hey, that's great. I bet Herbert didn't realise she was so highly qualified when he picked her off that website. Thought he'd got himself a slave who wouldn't say boo to a goose. Mm, that is beck and call. Hmm. Well, Mick's getting ideas now. What do you mean? About, you know, sex. Ugh, I'm done with all that now. Told you me and Bill had gone hygienic. Thought you were done with it too. Well, I don't mind it now and then, after a couple of glasses of Pinot. Mm, well, my motto is, if you want a job done properly, do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> and no snoring to contend with either. <laughs> Aye, well, we were watching that Bridgerton on Netflix, and Mick wouldn't normally bother with a costume drama, but that daughter of Sally from Corrie was at it all over the place with that hunky actor. Reggie something. Reggie Jean Page. I read about him in the TV choice. Whatever. Anyway, they were at it in the garden, in the woods, in the library up one of those ladders with little wheels on them. It's bloody dangerous if you ask me. <laughs> I can just see you on a ladder with casters whizzing along the bookshelves in the public library with Mick trying to keep a rhythm going while galloping sideways. <laughs> Mick could die from the effort. <laughs> <laughs> then her and Reggie and Bridgerton were in his study going at it for leather over his desk and all I could think about was the damage they were doing to his double ledger. <laughs> Blimey, I think I'll stick with Vera. You know what you're getting. 
and it's usually a nice cup of tea, pet. Hey, hey, we should go in for one of those designer vaginas. You what? You know, get things tightened up a bit. You might feel like getting back in the saddle then, Doc. Oh, I'm not having any truck with kinky stuff. Saddles, muscles, riding crops and the like. I mean, metaphysically. Metaphorically. That too. Anyway, how do you know about kinky stuff? You don't get that in, Vera. Have you been dabbling in Channel 5? I read it in that Fifty Shades of Grey book I picked up in the charity shop. I thought it were about John Major. Anyway, how do you know about designer vaginas? From Emma. Mrs Royds? Yeah. She was thinking of getting one after a third baby. So I googled it. I get all sorts of adverts on my Facebook now and emails. What I don't know about tightening up your tuppence. <laughs> Puts me in mind of the time me and Bill went to that Italian restaurant in the village. There was this young waiter taking me pudding order and I asked him if I could have a taut Regina. <laughs> don't say you didn't! His face, poor lad. I only did French at school. How was I to know it was pronounced tortu? Well, just because you go to the restaurant, you can't be expected to be fluid in Italian. Fluent? Whatever. Well, speaking of fluid, you don't have a she-wee in your rucksack, do you? I'm bursting for that posh coffee. No, I don't. You'll have to cross your legs. Oh, good plan. I think I'll do the same with Mick. I'm bored with all that role-play now, and I don't suit an empire line. Mm. <laughs> I think I'll stick with the Victoria line. Hey, Victoria, now there was a neat little Regina. You have been listening to Florrie and Dottie, with Lindsay Evis as Florrie and Janice Fryatt as Dottie. Written by Janice Fryatt, edited and produced by John Fryatt, and dedicated to Carolyn Steele, a spinny audio production. Distinct comedy, fresh and original. <laughs>